You're listening to Rama for Today Radio. You don't go in the secular world and into the corporate America and start out in the top echelon of the company. You start and work your way up. I'm going to tell you what. I mean, I worked as associate pastor and I nailed nails and I mowed yards and I poured concrete and I put tire on the top of the roof and I run the Royal Ranger program. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Tomorrow is the last day. Right now, let's join Ken Hagan and his message on Every Member a Minister. Now, some people may have the ministry of giving. All of us should, but some people can have the ministry of giving better than others because they have more to give. All of us should be ministering unto the Lord, the Bible says, with our tithes and our offerings. Now, I want you to get a hold of the fact that you are a minister. I want you to point to yourself and say, I am a minister for the Lord. I may never preach behind the pulpit, but I still have a ministry. Amen. Now get a hold of that. Don't ever, don't ever let that go. Never again should you gripe or complain and say, Lord, I don't have nothing to do. Never again should you be looking for that big break to be able to get in the pulpit and preach. Begin to minister where you at. And if the Lord wants you to be in the ministry behind the pulpit, then and only then can he use you behind the pulpit. I have many people that come to me and say, oh, pastor, we want to go to work in the church. And I say, fine. What are your, what are your skills? Oh, I wasn't particularly thinking about any kind of manual labor or ushering or anything like that. I, I, I want to get involved in ministry. I said, that's what I was trying to do is get you involved in ministry. <laughs> oh, no, no, you don't understand. I'm not talking about that kind of ministry. And, you know, I knew what they're talking about. But I want to lead them on a little while until they played the rope out a long way. And then I want to jerk the slack out of it so hard that they hit the ground. You say, well, why are you being so hard? Because somebody, something needs to wake them up to realize that if they, even if they do have a call of God on their life to be a pulpit minister, they must learn to do these other things before God can use them somewhere else. You don't go in the secular world and into the corporate America and start out in the top echelon of the company. You start and work your way up. I'm going to tell you what. I mean, I worked as associate pastor and I nailed nails and I mowed yards and I poured concrete and I put tire on the top of the roof and 
I run the Royal Ranger program and coach the Royal Rangers football team. And I'm glad to say that we went undefeated and was a champs. And my little brother-in-law that's sitting down here, he's bigger than me now, but he was my quarterback. And then, and then I, I preached when they told me I needed to preach. I had a friend come by one day, one of my friends come by, and I was born to church grass. He said, what are you doing out here morning? I thought you was a preacher down here at this church. I said, I am. One of the guys I went to high school with, I said, I am. He said, preachers don't mow grass. I said, if they're not willing to mow the grass, I can guarantee you that God will never use them in the pulpit. Some of you that really feel like God's got a call on your life to be in the pulpit ministry, then get in there behind your pastor and do whatever he asked you to do. Look, just don't do what he asked you to do. Look for something to do. And minister where you're at. A lot of people come and they say, oh, I want to go. I'd like to go on a mission trip. I'd like to go on a mission field. And we can't even get them to do visitation and they want to go on a mission field. Oh, I know I could go over on the mission field and minister. I said, no, you can't minister on the mission field and give out tracts on the mission field until you can go knock on your next door neighbor's house and ask them if they're interested in going to church. Oh, no, now, wait a minute, brother. I'm not, I'm not going to get into this block-to-block canvassing of the community. If you can't get involved in the block-to-block canvassing of the community, you will never do any good in the marketplace of a third world country trying to minister the gospel. We have all been called to the ministry of reconciliation. I believe that the Christian church, or maybe I should say the Christian army, because we talk about ourselves as being God's army, being in God's army, I believe God's army or the Christian church is the only one that kills their wounded. Instead of reaching out with loving arms of mercy and reconciliation to an individual that has not been able to live up to the standards, we want to push them down. Say, well, bless God, if you'd have just got in the Word of God and read the Word, you wouldn't be in the mess you're in now. Of course, you ain't ever heard anybody say that, have you? Anybody ever heard anybody say that? I heard of somebody saying that to somebody. Now, you know, that really ministered to that person. I want you to know that really lifted them up. But if I read the Bible, right, the Bible says that we should go to those and extend to them the hand of mercy. Oh, some of us spin around three times and all of a sudden we got a big F on the front of our our costume and we turn into faith man. And then some poor struggling individual that hasn't been able to believe God quite like you have, that has not reached the level of faith that you have, 
Faith man walks over, looks down at him and says, well, bless God, I'll tell you one thing. If you just knew how to believe God like I do, you wouldn't be in that mess. And that's supposed to be the ministry of reconciliation. No, I believe the Apostle Paul talks about when you see that the brother is weaker in faith than you are, instead of kicking him down, it indicates that we are to lower ourselves down till we grab a hold of him and help him come up to the level we're at. I want you to understand I think that it's about time that we understood what the words grace and mercy and love really was all about. We read the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians and if we walk in love like we should walk in love, no matter what anybody does, we should not be offended. That's what the Bible says. I have determined to walk in love. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what people do. I'm going to walk in love toward people. I'm going to extend mercy and grace to anybody that needs it. We get involved and talk about being in the ministry, ministering to people. An individual comes along We pat them on the back, quote them a few scriptures and say, well, just believe God, brother, and everything going to be all right. When the Bible says that if you have the wherewithal to help that individual and you don't do it, you're bad. And using bad, not meaning good. The teenagers sometimes use that term bad and means good, but I'm talking about it means you're bad. (laughs) The real definition of the word. I mean, you see somebody that's hungry. You see somebody that needs help. Now, there is such a thing as the cons out there, and I understand that, but I'm talking about real people with real needs. I'm talking about sometimes people in our own churches that need help. We could give them a $10 bill. We could take them and buy them a meal, but instead we quote them a scripture and tell them, we believe in God with you. I'm going to tell you what, they'd have a whole lot easier time believing God when they find got some food in their stomach than they do when they are so hungry and weak that they can't even hardly walk. An individual that understands what real ministry is all about will reach in their pocket and pull out some money and slip it into the person's pocket without them ever knowing about it and go on down the road praising God that they were able to minister to that individual. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A. This month's package includes two special resources. First, the book entitled Called of God by Ken Hagen. The next item in this offer is the single CD by Ken Hagen, Every Member a Minister. All this for $14.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. 
Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Hey, listen, we have a magazine called the Word of Faith magazine, and you can go to rama.org and you can read it online. That's right. Or you can download it. You can also, at rhema.org, you can also access uh, Rhema Praise and archived uh, conferences that we've had. And then you can, if you want to, you can listen to the Rhema for Today, our radio podcast. podcast. That's right. Uh, Man, we also have a a Roku. Roku. We have channel there. That's right. In fact, I think we were one of the first ministries to get a channel on Roku. 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 That's right. Maybe I'll say it right next time. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And, and you can also join us live on Sunday and Wednesday evening for our uh, Rama services right here in the Broken Arrow mm-hmm. Campus yep. at Rama.tv, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. on Sunday. That's Central Time. That's right. And at 7 p.m. on Wednesday for Hour of Power. Mm-hmm. We invite you to, to, to do that. And, uh, you know, just thinking about it, you can download the Rama USA app, app. Uh-huh. on your, on your iPhone, smartphone. your smartphone, your iPhone, Android, uh, iPad, iPad, mini That's iPad, right. That's and right. then you can you can watch right there on that. Well, you know, there's we we what what we're trying to do is to use every avenue available to tell people about Jesus. That's what we're trying to do. And you know what? There's a lot of you that have become our partners. We call them word partners. That helps us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Ken Hagen's life-changing message, Every Member a Minister. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.